Welcome to the Love Yourself Healthy Podcast. I am Melanie Lillis. I'm an eating psychology coach, nutritional therapist, and I have my Bachelor of Physical and Health Education. Throughout this podcast, we are going to be diving into the realm of eating psychology, body image, self-love, and creating a healthy and happy mind. I cannot wait to share my knowledge with you in hope that it's going to positively influence your life. Hi, lovely people. Welcome back to the podcast. Happy Easter long weekend. I hope you all had a fantastic time. I know that I've enjoyed having a bit of a break and spending time with friends and just eating my body weight and food. (laughs) Pretty much that's all I have done the whole weekend. And if you follow me on my Instagram, which you should, it's bearxbrave, then you would have seen I did an Instagram post and I did an Instagram story about how to not feel guilty over this kind of period when you're overindulged and all of that, and also how to allow your body to be in the best metabolizing state when you do kind of overindulge. So if you haven't seen that yet, go to my Instagram, BearXBrave, and click on the self-love highlight, and it will all come up in there. So if you're new to the podcast, what I like to do at the beginning of each podcast is share a listener review or a message that they have sent me. So if you want to be on my podcast, just send me a review or send me a message to my Instagram and I might share your message on the podcast. So this week's message, I'm not going to share this girl's names because it has something private in there, which I'm not sure if she wants me to share about. But what she said was, hey, I've listened to all your podcasts and I love them so much. I need more. I'm currently on a journey to recover from binge eating and you've inspired me with some great tips. I was low-key fangirling when you liked my pics. So thank you. You know who you are. Um, We had a really nice chat back and forward. I gave her some advice on things to do. So if you're struggling with anything and you have questions, please feel free to message me because I actually do write back to absolutely everyone and I do my best to help as best I can. In today's podcast, I want to tackle the topic of dieting, (laughs) the big topic. It should be highlighted with signs and everything like that. It's a massive topic to cover. And at the end of this podcast, actually, I have a bit of a hashtag movement that I would love for everyone to get amongst. So please, please, please stay tuned for that. So when we think about or talk about diets, everywhere you look, you'll see ad campaigns, pictures, TV commercials, Instagram posts, etc, etc, all about how to lose X amount of weight fast. There are so many fad diets that come and go, and I know that I was so gullible when it came to like a quick fix or just following the latest trend, as I know so many of us are. And don't get me wrong, when it comes to dieting, they do in fact help us to lose weight. And they can, definitely can be really beneficial for anyone who has certain health problems or that are quite overweight or obese and it's, you know, damaging to their health. So when I'm talking about all of this, I'm not talking about people who have health issues and I'm not saying that diets do not work, but 90% of the time when we go on a diet, we gain the weight right back and then we create a constant cycle. So have a think about this. If you are a dieter, I know that I did this all the time when I was in my dieting phase. You'll try a diet and you might lose X amount of weight and then you go back to eating normal and you gain the weight right back and then you do a diet 
and you might lose some weight and then you eat normal again and you gain the weight right back. It is just a constant cycle. And it's so funny because (laughs) you'd think that people would be smart enough. I mean, we eventually figure it out, but you'd think people would be smart enough to go, hang on a second, okay, this diet makes me lose weight, but then I'm just going to gain it right back. So why am I putting myself through all of this kind of like sabotaging and like hard dieting when I know that it doesn't work? Why don't I try and find a diet that's sustainable? So when it comes to all these different types of diets, there is a kernel of truth in most of the diet plans. So for example, with low-carb diets, It is true that a diet in high processed carbohydrates is typically not the healthiest option. But what a lot of these diets do is they cut out a main macronutrient. So we are talking about carbohydrates right now. They tell people to cut out things like healthy whole foods like fruit, sweet potatoes, all that delicious kind of beans, and it becomes unsustainable both practically and nutritionally. So even though some of these diets may be effective weight loss methods for a short period, by taking nutritional principles to the extreme, it makes it nearly impossible for us to continue following them indefinitely. And that is part of the reason why so many people have tried such a wide range of diets. And I remember when I was in my dieting phase, I literally thought that carbs were the devil. Like I literally never ate bread, which is hilarious because it's not unusual for me to eat four pieces of bread in a day. (laughs) But what I noticed when I was doing diets, like low carb diets, which was probably the biggest one that I kind of would always try, it was that I was always hungry. And I now know that if you deprive your body of a main macronutrient, your body is going to send signals to the brain to tell you that you're hungry. And it's not going to stop sending signals to the brain until it has got what it is after. The body is so smart. You could be doing a low-fat diet and you're probably thinking, why am I always hungry? Why am I always hungry? Like you get ravenous and you experience all these health conditions and it's because your body needs balance. Your body is always trying to reach balance. Even when I wasn't focusing on a diet that was lacking in a main macronutrient, I was still hungry 24-7. And this was because of the quality of food that I was eating as well. So this is another thing you need to take into consideration. So you could be eating carbs, proteins, or fat, and you still might be experiencing these symptoms. And that's because if you're eating things like sugar-free jelly, diet protein bars, diet soft drink, or anything, you know, artificial fitness foods, which is exactly what I was eating, there are literally no macro or micronutrients. It's not nutrient-dense food. So your body is, once again lacking and it's going to keep sending signals and for a lot of people this is actually how binge eating begins because our brains keep sending signal to eat to eat to eat your body becomes so hungry and you just start losing control and you'll shove food in your mouth because you're in autopilot if you are a binge eater like a true binge eater not just an overeater majority of the time when you binge you like there is nothing that's going to stop you and sometimes you're not even there like you're not even conscious And these signals in your body are just way too strong to silence. And once you have finished the binge and you come to terms with the amount of food that you just inhaled, the only option that seems logical to you is to purge. But when you purge, you're losing those nutrients and then your body still needs those nutrients. So it's going to send the signals and that whole cycle begins. So if you are someone who has been 
dieting for years and you are still unsatisfied with your weight, I highly advise you to try something different. In today's podcast, I am going to give you five tips to stop dieting and to learn how to love food and your body. The first topic that I want to talk about is education. And what I mean by this is getting educated about what food is good for you and what food is ridiculous. And I know for some people you're like, man, I know what food is good and what food is bad, but honestly... So many people don't actually really understand nutrition and it's not unless you do study that you'll understand it. So, so many of us get stuck in this quick fix yet we're completely damaging our bodies and we're putting our bodies into the stress response and creating an unbalanced gut microbiome. You need to educate yourself on nutrition because I guarantee if you do, you will steer clear from the whole dieting world. I know that so many people say that you should just listen to your body and trust your intuition and what to eat, but if you have no clue on what foods are healthy and what will nourish you and what will help your body to thrive, then how are you supposed to know how to do that? We live in a world where the supermarkets are saturated with processed foods, so it's impossible to expect your intuition to give you the answers. Maybe back in the day, yeah, sure, we're more hunters and gatherers, but these days, there's too many options. And I knew someone, and this is why I started talking about education, because I knew someone who once told me that they thought meat pies were a healthy option because they had meat in them, which was protein. So (laughs) it's clear that educating yourself on food will make a huge difference, one, in your relationship with food, and two, it will help to create a nicer relationship with your body. Now, I want to give you my opinion on nutrition. You can try any diet in the world, but I guarantee you will not find a better and a longer lasting quote unquote diet than to eat as natural and high quality foods as possible. If I could give anyone who diets nutrition advice, actually not even anyone who diets, just anyone who eats nutrition advice, and if you don't know, I am a nutritional therapist, I would say to eat as plant-based as possible. Not only will this ensure that you are getting a high dose of vitamins, you can also eat a ton more food. So you won't be hungry because you can eat a larger quantity of food when eating a plant-based diet. No one ever gained weight on eating salads and veggies, did they? Well, I I don't think they did. (laughs) So I really do believe that this is the most sustainable way to eat and this is how I eat and it ensures that you are giving your body the best chance to thrive. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that you have to go vegan and I'm not saying that you can't eat sweet treats and chocolate and all of that. I would just suggest having an 80% plant-based diet and then 20% of whatever else you want. If that means you want to eat some meat and some dairy, go for it. But this is just my suggestion, but you got to do what works for you. Just be sure to check that you're getting a good balance of carbohydrates, protein, and fat. If you are doing this and eating a high dose of plant foods, then your body actually should make its way to your natural weight and it should also be just thriving, so full of energy and feeling your best. And just a disclaimer, this advice is for those who are not currently suffering from any illness. 
My second topic is to slow down. Slowing down is absolutely crucial when it comes to reconnecting with your body, your intuition, and your natural flow. I found that when I was in my dieting phase, I was just like, go, go, go all the time. (laughs) And don't get me wrong, I still do things at 100 miles an hour, but when it comes to my food, I really do try and practice being present and really appreciating the food that I'm eating. So carve out some time to eat in a relaxed and a pleasurable way. So stop, sit down, breathe, taste and chew your food. Enjoy your food. Tap into your senses. You need to be present with the food in front of you. And believe it or not, it's actually quite hard to overeat when you are completely present and when you slow down and when you stay present to all the sensations of the eating experience. It's also actually quite hard to eat crappy food when you do this as well. If you're eating foods that are bland or nutritionally challenged, I like to call, or just like completely artificial, try to eat it present and slow. And I promise you, your body will straight away tell you that something is missing. This something is nourishment. So slowing down is a huge, huge, huge tip that I would give to absolutely anyone when it comes to healing your relationship with food and your body. My third topic is (laughs) self-love. I talk about this on repeat and I talk about this on repeat for a very good reason. You will not be able to stop dieting and magically love your body until you start to practice self-love. Loving your body does not happen overnight. It is a journey. But once we can learn to love and appreciate all that our body does for us, we can start to disconnect from the need to punish ourselves in the form of a diet. There are actually a few people out there who are starting to bag out the whole self-love thing. But I think that's only because they don't actually understand what this means. And if you do follow me on Instagram, BearXBrave, then you may have seen my Instagram story last Thursday about how my self-love routine was one of the main reasons that I overcame my eating disorder. And without creating these specific daily routines, I don't know if I would have been able to change the damaging and the toxic thoughts that constantly went on in my head minute after minute. When you do self-love practices correctly, you will start to see a major shift in your subconscious mind. So instead of looking in the mirror and automatically thinking, ew, your thought process will start to shift to beautiful. After all, it is our mind that is the reason we hate our body. It's not the reason that caused it in the first place, but it's now the reason that you're still stuck there. So when relating this to food, Being able to change the way we perceive ourself and our body will drastically change your relationship with food to a more calm and a happy one because instead of seeing food as the devil, you'll start to see food as nourishment. The more we respect and love ourselves, the more we will want to take care of it and this is in particular in the form of how we feed ourselves. I am actually creating a self-love program and a self-love routine ebook which will have all of the in-depth information and tools that you will need to start your own self-love journey. So that's exciting. Just look out for that. It will be released hopefully shortly. All right. My fourth topic that I want to talk about is gratitude. Gratitude can be extremely beneficial when it comes to quitting your diet and healing your relationship with food and your body. 
If you're not sure what I mean by gratitude, essentially it is defined as the appreciation for what is, in your opinion, worth and meaningful to you. So when we can truly feel grateful for everything that our lives offer, we can slowly detach from the superficial world of, I need to be skinny. Each day, I like to remind myself of one particular thing, and I know this is going to be super cliche, but it really does put things into perspective for me, and that is, you only have one life. You will either waste it, or you will live it to the fullest. You are the only person who can dictate that choice. I say it all the time, but imagine getting to the end of your life and knowing that You wasted so many years worrying about how your body looks. By no means am I saying that you should never have like a fitness or a physique goal, but hating yourself in the process is not going to get you anywhere. I would love for you all to try and practice putting things into perspective. You might want to do this in the form of journaling or you can do it while meditating. Have a think about where you see your future self. Are you happy? Are you healthy? Are you still dieting? Do you still hate your body? I want you to picture that you are still dieting and you are still hating on your body. How does this make you feel? If it makes you sad and uninspired, then this is where the perspective comes in. If you continue along this same path that you were going, you are going to end up with a life that was dictated by a diet. How incredibly unfulfilling is that? We should be so grateful that we get to live on this planet for the hundred years, if we're lucky, that we do. We should be spending each day appreciating all of the things that are around us. The clean air, the amazing people, the delicious food, the animals, the house that you live in, the phone that you use to communicate, the internet, (laughs) this podcast platform. We are so lucky to have all of these things and be able to live a life that really is in our complete control. You can choose to live a life that is free, happy, healthy, and fun. So write down or think about all of the things that you are grateful for in this world and think about them each and every day. Now, If you have a child, think about how much you want your child to live the happiest and most fulfilling life ever. Now imagine that their entire life revolved around a diet and hating the body they lived in. If that's unsettling for you, then don't let it be a driving factor in your own life. So gratitude really has helped me to put things into perspective and really understand my why and what's important to me. And what's important to me is definitely not a diet. Now, the final topic that I want to discuss, which I just mentioned, is figuring out your why when it comes to health. We can be so caught up in the idea of having the perfect body But if we don't understand our why for achieving this goal, then we're moving in a direction with no purpose or no end goal. So this may be another good journaling exercise or even like a mind map. Write down your ultimate goal. This can be body-wise, health-wise, fitness-wise. 
For this example, I'm going to use have a body that I'm confident in. Then I want you to write down all of the reasons that you might want this. So for example, I want to feel comfortable wearing a bikini. I want my partner to look at me and find me attractive. I want to look good in my clothes, you know, etc, etc. If you have written down your goal, then write down what feelings you want to come along with this goal. For example, happiness, confidence, health, empowerment, embodiment, sexiness, any words that kind of come to your mind that you want to associate with your goal. Lastly, I want you to ask yourself this question. Will you be able to achieve this goal along with, so not just your goal, but along with these feelings by dieting? So you've finally achieved your goal, yet you are now eating a thousand calories a day. You can't eat chocolate. You can't go out to dinner with friends. Or if you do, you have to skip lunch that day because otherwise you're going to go over your calorie count. You're macronutrient deficient because you don't eat carbs, which means you're constantly hungry and your body is in the stress response, which means you have a decreased digestion and a decreased calorie burning capacity, which is making you constipated and then you're always bloated and the bloating's making you angry and see where I'm going? <laughs> if we want to achieve our ultimate goals, we need to know our why. My why in this circumstance would be achieving a healthy and happy body so I can live a disease-free and fulfilled life. I would achieve this by eating a range of nourishing foods and in particular foods that I enjoy. I would do movement that made me happy. I would do things that helped me relax because I know that being in the relaxation response creates the ultimate calorie burning digestion and the release of my happy hormones, serotonin and dopamine. When you see the macro picture of your goals, you will start to understand how much better life can be when we treat ourselves with love and respect. So I hope I was able to articulate the points I'm trying to get across properly. But if you do have any questions about the topics that I just went through, uh, please don't hesitate to contact me. I now have one favor to ask from you all. If you are going to take action on your life and you're really going to try and ditch the diet and go full time, like loving yourself sick, I would love for you to use the hashtag L-Y-H self-love challenge on Instagram. So I would love to see how many of you are actually taking on board the information I am sharing. And I would also love to connect with more of you. So use the hashtag L-Y-H self-love challenge and let's create a meaningful movement that we can all support each other through. So if you're not following me on Instagram yet, go to Brave. Upload your photo or even on your Instagram story. Use the hashtag so that we can connect. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast, guys. I cannot wait to speak with you all in my next podcast. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would be so grateful if you were able to leave me a review. And please follow me on Facebook and on Instagram at BearXBrave. If you have any questions or you want to contact me at all, please email me at lyh underscore podcast at outlook.com. I'll talk to you in my next podcast.